Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number one. Are you suggesting I'm somehow capable of seeing number three? No, my more has to do with your thick fingers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's this 80 degrees supposed to come from? Is that what John's still advertising? Um, it's flirting, but I don't know if it's going to get there. Well, it says right here. 78, anyway. Uh, Ken Barlow is seeing a... Uh, shooting for 80 with a low tonight expected to fall only to 60. I'm liking that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got news from Bill Stein up in Aiken. Uh, the ice is going out up here. The little lakes of 100 acres or so went out this weekend, and the big lakes won't be far behind. My friends who are guides on Mille Lacs were in a panic about the opener. They didn't believe me when I told them it's just ice and not concrete. The ice will be out by the opener. I did hedge my bet by saying we are talking about the musky opener, aren't we? June 2nd? No. When is the fishing opener? It's usually Mother's Day. Uh, I saw a... May what? I, it'll, the lakes will be open. The lakes will be open. Yeah, I saw the uh, press release for the governor's uh, fishing opener trip. Mm-hmm. What is it, Green Lake? or? I believe uh, the governor's fishing at Green Lake. I report that live to you from the TCL broadcast studio. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Everything all right? Everything is great. Uh, bra is gone, so there's less drama here today. Boy, was it was he a drama king over the weekend? <laughs> I saw the uh, the he was tweets. really getting into it with the texting. The texts, uh, you know, I just uh, let him go. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's New Year's. Let them have their fun. Yeah. <laughs> Say, uh, I'm convinced that uh, we we've got another note from a fellow in Berlin. Rutward von Dürnberg. Hmm. He said, I'm just following up on my last email. Perhaps my first email got lost or overlooked. Again, I would like to submit my new release, Stay a While, to Garage Logic. It would be wonderful if you had a few moments. This is a direct link to the EPK. Thank you and all the best, Rutward. We played this. I remember that. You have it handy right now, by any chance? Uh, I can. Hang it's on. on your e- it's in your email. I forward- forwarded it to you. Rutward von Dürnberg, uh, a, a GLer in Germany, Berlin, apparently a songwriter. Yep. And I'm convinced we did play his song. I, I know that we did. Well, what's an, what's, and we even went through this, what's an EPK? No, well, we didn't. An extended but, playing uh, kiosk yeah, thing. I, it's uh, something to do with technology, so I wouldn't have a clue what it is. Here's Stay a While All right. by Rutward. Rutward von Dürnberg. I'm hitting play. Nice. 
now we will all dance. All right, we've we've played this. Thank you, Retward. Yeah. I, I hope, Mr. Von Dornberg. I hope somebody gets to you and tells you that we've we've acknowledged the receipt of your song and we like it. And we've this is the second time now we've played it. This this is very precise. Yes, it is. He studied at the University of of UCLA. Oh, really? Yes, he had the opportunity to learn from acclaimed film composers and Academy Award winners such as James Newton Howard, Alan Silvestri, and Hans Zimmer. What's the uh, gal who spoke at the White House Correspondents' Dinner? Michelle um, <clears throat> Murphy? No, it's not Murphy. Uh, I've got it here. Let me Michelle, what's her name? I had not previously heard of her. Her name is Michelle Wolf. Michelle yes, Wolf. And, I, uh, you know, many people don't know what to make of her remarks. Uh, play me a snippet. Okay. You got a snippet of this, of this gal? I will have it up here in a second. She, uh, the White House Correspondents Association... Uh, has apologized now for her uh, performance at Saturday's banquet. It was it was uh, rather vile. I would have felt the same uh, opposition to it had uh, had the current administration featured Obama and his people. If if but it's inconceivable that someone would have come out and lit up Obama and his people like that. Nor nor should they have at an event such as that. Right. Okay. Uh, I don't. Uh, I have many things to say about this from the Garage Logic Service Road of Life. It's inconceivable that this would be done uh, to a Democratic president, and I'm not suggesting that it should be. Uh, anyone can be mean. It's more difficult to be smart and funny. Uh, this woman, I I submit to you, was one of her lines was, uh, uh, Trump is so broke that... Uh, Southwest Airlines is using him for one of its engines. Uh, That's a second grader could have come up with that. Right. It's not that funny. It's not funny at all. Yeah. What do you? What section do you have here? I've, I've got uh, kind of a composite mm-hmm. uh, from her start, and the jokes are edited in between, so we don't hear the the non laughter. Evening. Here we are, the White House correspondence dinner. It's already annoying. Like a porn wow. star says when she's about to have sex with a Trump. Let's get this over with. <laughs> And I know as much as some of you might want me to, it's 2018 and I'm a woman, so you cannot shut me up. Unless you have Michael Cohen wire me $130,000. Michael, you can find me on Venmo under my porn star name, Reince Priebus. Of course, Trump isn't here, if you haven't noticed. He's not here. And I know, I know I would drag him here myself but it turns out the president of the United States is the one you're not allowed to grab. We're gonna try a fun new thing, okay? I'm gonna say Trump is so broke, and you guys go, how broke is he? All right? The voice is Trump irritating. Trump is so broke. Very he has to fly failed business class. Okay. A lot of people want Trump to be impeached. I do not. Because just when you think Trump is awful, you remember Mike Pence. Mike Pence is what happens when Anderson Cooper isn't gay. I don't get that. 
I did have a lot of jokes. I had a lot of jokes about cabinet members, but I had to scrap all of those because everyone has been fired. You guys are going through cabinet members quicker than Starbucks throws out black people. Democrats are harder to make fun of because you guys don't do anything. People think you might flip the House and Senate this November, but you guys always find a way to mess it up. You're somehow going to lose by 12 points to a guy named Jeff Pedophile Nazi Doctor. <laughs> we should definitely talk about the women in the Trump administration. There's Kellyanne Conway. Man, she has the perfect last name for what she does. Conway. <laughs> and of course we have Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We are graced with Sarah's presence tonight. I have to say, I'm a little starstruck. I love you as Aunt Lydia in The Handmaid's Tale. I don't get that either. Mike Pence, if you I haven't, haven't seen, seen it, seen you would yet. love it. <coughs> Very Fox News is here, so you know what that means, ladies. Cover your drinks. I right, stop. I can't. I can't take wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Right, Seriously. Hang, wait, hang <laughs> People want me to make fun of Sean Hannity tonight, but I cannot do that. This dinner's for journalists. Okay. I watch Morning Joe every morning. We now know that Mika and Joe are engaged. Congratulations, you guys. It's like when a Me Too works out. Almost done. You guys are obsessed with done? Trump. Yes. I'm sorry I asked Did you, you to do this. Did you used to date him? Because you pretend like you hate him, but I think you love him. I can't and if you're going to profit off of Trump, you should at least give him some money because he doesn't have any. Trump that is theme? so broke. He grabs these <laughs> because he thinks there might be loose change in them. All right, like an immigrant who was brought here by his parents and didn't do anything wrong. I got to get. You're punishing me. I'm sorry I asked you to. Yes. Oh, we're good. No, it's, we're good. Wow. That, yeah. that dinner should cease to happen has it run its course and mm -hmm. okay well let's let's address that in just a moment okay. shall we can you take us to break uh i certainly no can. here i got it I, yeah, okay. it's the end of the world as we know it and he feels fine yeah! joe sushiro I would imagine there was a time when the White House Correspondents' Dinner was a reasonably civil affair. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's probably been a long time, but there was a time when it was a, 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 a big deal, a civil gathering. And I'm sure needles were exchanged, not drug needles, but the needle. Right. Uh, and those days are long gone now. I think what's clear from, from this uh, episode Saturday night is that the left clearly owns this dynamic of American culture. Uh, what passes for comedy, the uh, the uh, the news gathering institutions, the uh, late night uh, talk shows. I'm not sure I could ever have told you what Johnny Carson's politics were, but those days are long gone too. Right? These are people uh, united in the belief that they are virtuous, and uh, they don't really care that they're. Uh, lampooning half the country. I, I think their reaction to any Republican presidency would be the same as it was Saturday night. Possibly not as vile, okay. but I think the reaction would have been the same. And, and uh, 
the left continues to win in the absence of pushing back. Well, but this country did push back. They elected Trump. But this is such a complicated problem because Trump has really never established for himself any moral high ground. It's not as though you're going after right. a, a real uh, a solid uh, moral and ethical character there. And he, he brings a lot of harm to himself uh, by his constant tweeting, what have you. The most brilliant thing he could have done, what, what, and we know this will never happen. If it hasn't happened by now, it's not going to happen. The most brilliant thing he could have done was to have ignored this B-list character, whoever she is. Yeah. Instead, her uh, Twitter following is uh, enlarged. She's going to have her own show on Netflix. She's she's one of the gang. She's one of the gang now who is profiting by being vile. And it's okay for the left to be vile. They don't understand their own hypocrisy. Right. And But again, this is all complicated by the fact that Trump... Uh, makes himself ripe for this. He's a notorious womanizer. Uh, he's notoriously uh, uh, paranoid and thin-skinned. And and he's just never been able to establish for himself the uh, the idea that, uh, that he's very presidential. Right. And so along come these bottom feeders uh, who have turned the White House Correspondents' Dinner into what you saw Saturday night, which was just, just horrific. And it would and and I and again, I think it would have been the same had any Republican been president. Uh, I just don't think it would have been as vile as it was Saturday, yeah. and as profane, and as off the charts. And uh, uh, and we'll never play that woman's voice again because none of us can stand it. Just her physical voice is right. just is just beyond the pale. Annoyance, uh, very annoying. Uh, but but to think that this wouldn't happen is naive on all our parts, I'm afraid. Uh, uh, the decline in our uh, moral and ethical uh, foundation in this country is so profound that here you here you have an event uh, which is supposed to be a civil, uh, good-natured needling of the people who cover the president and the president. Uh, I wouldn't hold it anymore if I were them. If I was the White House Press Correspondent Association, which is now backpedaling and wishing they hadn't hired this buffoon. That was one of her comments. Uh, you guys should have done your research before you uh, before you hired me. Uh, apparently, they didn't, and and they got what they deserved. And but this this is dreadful. We're we're in a dreadful spot here, and 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 it's compounded by. Uh, you know, we didn't go when you're going after Trump. It's not like you're going after the Pope. I mean, you're not going after Bishop Fulton J. Sheen here. Right. You're you're going after uh, someone who's just as willing to be profane and vile as you are, uh, which is why I really, really wish he could have controlled himself and not responded to this. Let it go. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. So he can't help himself. He cannot. He cannot. That's his modus operandi, and he will continue to do it. But my God, he he certainly gives these these small bit players who come after him. He certainly gives them their stage, doesn't he? Uh, this here, where did I read this? Um, I can tell you. I uh, thought I read about what her what's happening to her uh, Twitter account, which tells you that she she her remarks were appreciated by people in this country. I don't. She wasn't even that funny. There are a couple of funny things. And your your editing was way too kind. I thought you were going to do the Pence abortion stuff, and apparently you did not uh, do that. No, I, do, I have that. Yeah, but that means we'd have to listen to her voice again. Oh, I can't do it. Yeah. I just can't do it. 
yeah, she wasn't her 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 jokes were not that funny. It's like she was doing any Youngman jokes. The 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 killer instinct. Uh, let me let me start over. I've known a few people in the news gathering business who have or had the killer instinct. Okay. They 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 don't they did they wouldn't care what question they would have asked somebody a police officer uh, a victim of something they wanted to get the information and i you know i don't have it i don't have it personally okay I, maybe it would have been better if i did maybe i would have been uh the maybe i would have been hired for 500 grand to go do the white house correspondence dinner but that's not going to happen i don't have the killer instinct cuz i would have seen sarah huckabee sitting there and I, I would not have been able to uh, be as vile as this dreadful sea hag was. Right. To, uh, you know, Sarah Huckabee is doing what every press spokesperson has to do, which is basically. Paint it up. Cover the, the BS right. Up right. And, and spew her own BS. And, and, but she's there. She's all dolled up. She's with her husband. It, it would not, uh, it would not. Reasonable people would not have been so personally vile to her. Uh, but this is where we are now. This is the left owns this part of America. Why, why, do, they, why, why do we have to do this? Uh, In the meantime, annually. the Clinton Foundation has laundered $84 million of campaign money. You're not going to read a word about it. These buffoons don't care. But Trumpy, Trumpy. You bring a lot of it on yourself. That's you brought thing. a lot of it with you to the White House. What's the pushback here? Cancel. Well, it? my my pushback has been very simple and very basic. I, I've stopped watching late night talk shows. They they're all they are is are one sided political diatribes, and I have no interest in them. Right. I just soon read. I'm, I'm so that my pushback is, uh, although I don't. Can you even tell that I don't listen? I don't have a ratings. Uh, I don't contribute to the ratings. I don't have a device or whatever. Oh, a meter? A meter. I'm, right. So what difference does it make if I don't listen? Or watch? But, uh, and, and, and then this woman will have her own show on Netflix. I, I can't imagine why I would find that I interesting. I can't stand her delivery. It's oh. got, he is so broke. How broke is he? Sounds like a siren. Just... <laughs> But uh, 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 it's probably no use dwelling on it. We're in a fine fix in this country culturally. Well, what does the what does the press get out of this dinner? Uh, because they don't really need to to vent because they're venting already. They're venting every day when they do their stories. And not many of them appeared to have the uh, the fortitude to uh, to boo or stand up and walk out. And Huckabee is to be credited for sitting there and taking it. She didn't leave. She just took it. I wouldn't have blamed her if she got up and left. Right. They would have just followed. Oh, they would right. Follow, followed her out the room with more caustic uh, material. But uh, do you think it's bad that he didn't go, or it was no, smart no? That he I think he was. Why, why? Why should he go? Why should he go and listen to that BS? Oh, the only uh, prior to him, I think Jimmy Carter was the only one who didn't go. I know that if I was president, I wouldn't go. Not anymore. 
that we we've 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 put ourselves in in battlements. Uh, there's the there's the there's the a Republican administration versus the the media. And as I say, it would have been the same had it been any Republican president. Right. It just might have been less profane and less vile if it was a Republican president who had not brought to the table so much baggage with him. But this guy brought a lot of baggage with him to the White House in terms of his behavior, his ethical behavior, his womanizing, his morality. He brought a lot of that with him. So this is a very, this was very predictable, very predictable that we just, the the none of us, most of us have just never heard of this particular woman. Uh, and she had no sense of shame or decorum or uh, the ability to write a smart line. Uh, she was just uh, entirely capable of being mean and anyone can be mean. There's doesn't really require a lot of talent or creativity to be mean. You just, uh, you just stand up there and do what she did. Do we have John height waiting? We Look do at the clock. You're supposed to remind me about the clock, and you never. Yeah, do. but when you're giving us good stuff. Well, I'm not sure I'm giving goes. you anything except we're screwed. Commencing garage logic segment number three. Here's John Hyde. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 68 degrees. This update brought to you by the Duluth Trading Company. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Twins, welcome the Toronto Blue Jays to Target Field tonight to open up a three-game series. Twins are now 9-14 and on the season after losing two of three to the Reds over the weekend. Lance Lynn, still looking for his first win as a twin, is on the mound for Minnesota this evening. Why were they so listless yesterday? Oh, gosh. Was, John, what is wrong with this ball club? It was tough to watch. It really it? was. Oh. Ugly. Beautiful day, spring in the air. Let's go, boys. Come on. Mm-hmm. Give me something to work with. Aaron Sanchez will go for the Blue I'm Jets glad they don't do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, they kind of have been, though, haven't they? Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, the Vikings have exercised the fifth-year option on quarterback Trey Wayne's contract. That means he'll be under team control through 2019 for a bit over $9 million. Vikings also sent out the list of undrafted free agents they've signed. Among them, Jake Wynicki, uh, a wide receiver from South Dakota State, who is a Maple Grove native. Uh, players who start playing tackle football before the age of 12 displayed symptoms related to chronic traumatic encephalopathy, an average of 13 years earlier than other players. That, according to a new study published today in the Annals of Neurology, the study found that among 211 players who were diagnosed with CTE after death, those who played tackle football before the age of 12 suffer from cognitive, behavioral, and mood symptoms earlier than those players who didn't start to play until after the age of 12. In fact, every year a player played tackle football under that age predicted the early onset of cognitive problems by 2.4 years and behavioral and mood problems by two and a half years, according to this study. Hmm. News notes from today, Amazon announcing plans today to expand its Minneapolis tech hub. That would result in the creation of 200 new high-tech jobs in fields like transportation, technology, and cloud computing. The tech hub is one of more than a dozen nationwide that invent and build new products for Amazon customers. 
Last year, the company signed a lease to move into a 103,000-square-foot office in the T3 building, Minneapolis's North Loop. In the release, Amazon said it has created more than 2,000 full-time jobs in Minnesota and invested over $400 million in the state since 2015. The bulk of that has come at the company's fulfillment center in Shakopee, which opened in 2016. Firefighters are working to control a large grass fire that started last night about 15 miles northwest of Greenbush, Minnesota, in western Roseau County. Known as the County Road 7 fire, the fire had burned up to 4,000 acres of grass and brushland as of this morning. That according to Christy Powers, public info officer for the Minnesota Interagency Fire Center in Grand Rapids. Firefighters from the Lancaster, Lake Bronson, and Halleck Fire Departments in Kitson County, along with the Greenbush Fire Department from Roseau County, have been battling the grass fire and the Department of Natural Resources, providing both air and ground suppression support. Fire danger is in the very high category across northwest Minnesota, with extreme conditions in much of northeast and eastern Minnesota. What's this fire called? They're calling it the County Road 7 fire. Not very imaginative. Yeah, that's uh, real clever, huh? Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin. I'm glad the fire. It, now I'm glad that there's a fire, but I'm glad the fire is where it is because of the name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure I followed that. But well, it would be a bad name if it was County 14 and you named it County Seven. What County Road Seven? <laughs> I just got it too, Rick. No, I didn't get it. It's Steve. If it were on the wrong highway, say a different highway, oh, yeah. and would be a, it, that would be a bad name for it. Yeah. See, if if it wasn't on County Seven. Yeah. So it was a long way to go. Yep. There, I think you got to be quick. Yeah. You know, I mean, let's go. Huh? You're, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu revealing new intelligence today that he claims shows Iran is brazenly lying about its nuclear weapons program and moved materials to a secret location showing the country is not complying with the nuclear deal it signed in 2015. The information obtained within the past 10 days, according to Israeli officials, Netanyahu said the files were moved to a highly secret location in Tehran after the deal was signed and it contained materials spread over 55,000 pages and 55,000 files on 183 CDs. Netanyahu briefed President Trump about the intelligence on Saturday. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on Sunday. European counterparts were being made aware today prior to Netanyahu's speech. To gain approval for their $26.5 billion merger agreement, T-Mobile and Sprint have to convince antitrust regulators that there's plenty of competition for wireless service beyond Verizon and AT&T. With the merger announced yesterday, consumers would be left with three major cell phone companies. That deal would combine the nation's third and fourth largest wireless companies, put them up to similar size to Verizon and AT&T, the giants of the industry. But the companies argued the combination would allow them to better compete not only with those two rivals, but along with Comcast and others as the wireless broadband and video industries continue to converge. The world's oldest known spider has died. How, how would we know that? I'll tell you in a minute. Oh, all right. Well, but first. Oldest known one. Yeah. So there may be one older in the wild, perhaps. But uh, this uh, this gal, I think it was a gal. Let me go back. Anyway, uh, 43 years old. What? After being monitored for years during a long-term population study in Australia. Or in a zoo or what? No, it's a trapdoor matriarch comfortably outlived the previous record holder, a 28-year-old tarantula found in Mexico. Hmm. A spider, uh, oddly enough, did not die of old age, but was killed by a wasp sting, really? according to researchers. Oh. 
Named number 16, the spider helps scientists unlock important information about the behavior of an arachnid that can be again, found. Again, here, number 16. <laughs> number 16. It's a very famous, it's like County Road 5 fire. Yeah. Number 9? Yeah. Number this is nine? number 40 what? Number uh, number 16. That's not much of a name for a no. famous spider. No. How about, I mean, it's Australia, maybe Matilda, you know. Yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, throw me something. Yeah. A research project. Walk about. Dorothy. <laughs> yes. A research project to study trapdoor spiders in the central wheat belt region of Western Australia launched back in 1974. That's when old number 16 was found and monitored. Monitored in the wild, female trapdoor spiders stay in and around the same burrow virtually all their lives. So researchers marked her burrow and went back to check on it regularly. Trapdoor spiders traditionally have a lifespan between 5 to 20 years. While females stay in or near their burrows, males leave once mature and go in search of a mate. They're not a major threat to humans, although if you get bitten by a, a trapdoor spider, it can cause some pain and swelling. Hmm. you got to find someone to suck the poison out? You're going to die. I'm unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely unavailable. Got it. Yeah. And Bonnie Raitt is pulled out of the first leg of her U.S. tour with James Taylor due to an unspecified medical situation that requires surgery. That tour was to make a stop here in June, and as of right now, the 68-year-old is expected to rejoin Taylor for the tour's second leg sometime in June or July. So uh, whether or not she performs here, uh, we don't know. Who was that? Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt and uh, James Taylor. James Taylor. He's still pretty relevant, isn't he? Yeah, yeah both, uh, both are actually. Is Dave Dahl still Dave's relevant? Dad. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. We're up to 68 degrees. Heading for a high today of at least 80. It could get into the lower 80s before we cool down. Um, we're getting late as far as the uh, warmth coming our way because we've had a warm front that's kind of sliding through the state right now. And once that warm front moves through, temps are jumping up into the upper 70s, low to mid 80s in southwestern Minnesota. And that's the type of air that's going to be here sometime around 3 to 4 in the afternoon. Uh, maybe an isolated shower before that time, but otherwise just partly sunny, turning warmer and more humid as we go through the afternoon. Now tonight, thunderstorms are pretty likely after midnight. Uh, those are going to start in the eastern Dakotas. That's where the best chance for strong to severe storms is uh, overnight tonight. For us here in the Twin Cities, I think we're going to get maybe a shower or a thunderstorm after midnight. They should stay below severe limits. Tomorrow, a marginal risk for maybe a strong thunderstorm. I think most of that happening from the Twin Cities area south and eastward. Rochester, La Crosse, uh, you know, Red Wing, those are the areas that are probably going to get the strongest storms during the day on Tuesday. Tuesday, a little cooler at 75, south winds at 10 to 20. And then thunderstorms likely tomorrow night. Some locally heavy rainfall is possible. Uh, Tuesday night's low down to 50. Wednesday, showers late in the day again, 66 for the high. Thursday, 66. Up close to 70 on Friday. And then upper 60s, low to mid 70s for Saturday right through the weekend. Going for a high today of about 80, Joe. Right now we're at 68. All right, thank you. Uh, you know who Mike Rowe is? I do. Uh, he was Dirty on the Discovery Channel, Dirty Jobs, former opera singer. He's a, he's a conservative thinker. Actually, just maybe not even a conservative thinker. He just sounds like a, a, a GLer. Yeah. A GLer. And he put on his Facebook page last week uh, the idea that uh, not everyone needs to go to a four year university to expand their minds. And uh, uh, he put this on Facebook. And it was, uh, of course, he immediately got response saying he was degrading the academy and he had a wonderful response to that 
somebody named Don Baker told Roe that he is sending a very bad message with his values. Uh, it's not, it is your intent to make those who choose college to feel ashamed, lazy, and brainwashed. Our country's education system is under attack, and you seem to be supplying more ammunition to those attacking it. There's a reason many of these jobs pay well. They are truly hard work, physically hard, dangerously hard, mentally hard, Baker wrote. Feel free to send reps to the local unemployment office and browbeat them to send people to these jobs. Whether you meant it or not, you are sending a very bad message to those who want to destroy our higher education system. Wow. Uh, He said... Uh, He told Baker she is right in her assessment that America's education system is under attack, but said her source is misplaced. You're right. Our country's educational system is indeed under attack, but the attack is from within, and the wounds are self-afflicted. He rose on to the destroyed academy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rose cited the cry closet at the University of Utah. We (laughs) talked about that last week. A safe place for students to use in the library when feeling overwhelmed. He also cited the Fresno State professor who applauded Barbara Bush's death. Uh, point is, Dawn, the hypocrisy in our educational system is rank. The bias undeniable, the disrespect for our flag, ubiquitous in the entire safe spaces mentality, the exact opposite of what life is like in the real world. Higher education has created its own PR nightmare, Rose said, adding tuition has increased to two and a half times the rate of inflation. Nothing else this important has ever done that. No, universities have been able to raise their prices partly because too many parents believe that anything less than a four-year degree will doom their child to a less productive existence, and partly because we've pressured millions of kids to borrow whatever it takes from a bottomless pool of unlimited money that doesn't really exist. The result? One and a half trillion dollars of student debt, 6.3 million jobs that no one wants to do, and millions of college graduates who can't find work in their chosen fields, but lack the skill to do the kinds of jobs currently available. The kind of jobs you deem hard work. Rowe ended his post by explaining that his intentions are not to belittle anyone. He only desires to remind people that a university is not the only place to enrich your mind or prepare yourself for the real world. This is amazing because we've been saying here for ages, parents really, really need to think this through. Does your kid really need to go to a four-year university in, in an academy that is virtually destroyed and is in the process of continuing to destroy itself? Mm-hmm. You want to take on that debt? And all Rose pointing out is, hey, lady, uh, you're right. The, the academy's under attack, but it's not from without. Right. You're making my argument for me. It's from within. And then he, look at the clock. What is with the clock today? It's flying by on What Monday. is the problem today? See, 25, now that you're starting your next 25 years, uh-huh. the second half. Does it go faster? It goes faster. This is this is incredible. Uh, just a moment. Just, just a moment. I just had a deep thought. What's your deep thought, fast bra? If the likes of the people gathered in that room the other night for the Washington for the White House uh, press correspondence dinner, mm-hmm. including the uh, comedian, what's her name, Michelle, Michelle Murphy, Wolf. Wolf. Why do I keep thinking Murphy? Anyway, if if they think that what compels them to behave that way is that they are better than other people, that they they have a better outlook on the human condition than say the Trump administration. The, the perspective, their perspective is better. Then. Why don't they tell us what that is? Why don't they kindly show us why their viewpoints are better than other people's viewpoints? 
Good question. Where, where is where is your effort to make the world a better place? If what compels you is your belief that you are superior and your thinking is superior, well, educate me. Yeah, I want. I didn't I want get to see any the education. Light. I want to see the light. I just got. I just got your vile act. That's not education. Fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP St. Paul Minneapolis. It's uh, I got uh, 60. sixty-eight degrees.